Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Happy College Football Returns Day to all of you out there. FBS football going on. Central Arkansas against UAB and South Alabama against Southern Miss. We are officially underway. Games on Saturday and Monday as well. Much to dive into. We'll talk with Frank Isola, with Chris Mannix, and with Dr. David Chow all about the Big Ten drama. We'll talk about Kirk Cousins saying he's not very afraid of the coronavirus. Good for him. And we will also talk about the crazy endings last night in the NBA. Plus, I went to go see Tenet. What did I think about it? Nice to be back in a theater, in an IMAX theater, no less. Uh, that was phenomenal. Appreciate all of you. We've got a lot to dive into. The podcast is rolling, and it begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Positives as we roll into Thursday morning. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. College football, FBS, the largest style, is officially here. Central Arkansas which you last saw playing against Austin P on Saturday, now will be playing a Thursday game, and they will be playing without having had anyone test positive for the coronavirus, which is pretty awesome as it pertains to setting a precedent for whether or not it's safe to play college football. Central Arkansas will be playing UAB tonight. And uh, we have also, like I said, the first FBS game of the season, South Alabama going up against Southern Miss. Uh, The data points continue to stack up that it is safe to play college football. Then on Saturday, we have a bunch of games. Then on Monday, we have games. 
all leading into Thursday's NFL contest between the Texans and the Chiefs. So I would tell you, go ahead and get ready for the start of the year. This is very, very good news. Now, last night, the NBA, a couple of different games that came down to what felt like, frankly, WWE officiating. Uh, You didn't know what was going to happen, but the officials effectively had control of both games. The first one to be played was the Heat against the Bucks. This is what it sounded like as we got a win for the Heat after what felt like two missed calls from officials down the stretch. Here it was. Butler baseline, step back for the win, and he is fouled. He He is fouled, Jimmy Butler, and he'll go to the line. Jimmy Butler got fouled and a chance to win it at the free throw line with no time left on the clock. I have seen everything. (laughs) For the win at the free throw line. Got it to go. Oh, it rolled on off the front of the rim and down and in. I thought it was going to pop out. Oh, my goodness. And that is the ball game. Oh, mercy me. The final score. Miami 116, Milwaukee 114. I don't believe what I just saw in this last minute of play. That is the Milwaukee Bucks radio network. On top of that, so the Bucks, uh, sorry, that is the, I'm assuming the Heat radio network, unless the Bucks radio network was really excited about watching their team uh, lose a game. So now the Heat are up 2-0, and then we had another game seven, came down to the final inbounds possession, and that inbounds possession did not go well. By the way, the final, whatever it was, two seconds of this game, I stayed up to watch it. It felt like it took 45 minutes. And then finally, uh, just an awful possession for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Initially, by the way, they had Steven Adams, if you were watching this, posted up. And I'm like, why didn't they just throw in the lob? It looked like they could have had a dunk uh, to put the game into overtime. But instead, they inbounded it to him at the three-point line. He could do absolutely nothing. The Rockets survive. The big play in the survival was a block by James Harden. Uh, and this is what that block sounded like. Westbrook with a deflection, poked it right back to Gilgis Alexander. He finds Dort, shoots for three, blocked by Harden. Jordan picks it back up, tried to throw it back off of James, and it went out of bounds with five-tenths of a second to go. Here we go, Gilgis Alexander looking to get it in. Comes into Adams, broken up by Westbrook, picked up by Tucker, and the Rockets win the game. They have beaten the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they're moving on to face the Lakers in the Western Conference semifinals. It wasn't pretty, but holy heck was it dramatic late tonight in Game 7. All right, the Lakers now will play against the Houston Rockets. Uh, James Harden was not good, but they found a way to advance. The Houston Rockets did, and we've got Game 7 having led to the Clippers finally having a uh, an opponent as well, and they will be playing tonight, and the Clippers uh, will be seeking to advance, uh, as we would anticipate that they would, against the Lakers. Again, I feel like while there was a lot of attention in who would win these Game 7s and who would be able to advance – Now that we know uh, the one, the two, the three, and the four have all advanced from the West, and tonight we got the Clippers against the Nuggets, and tomorrow, I believe it is, we will have the the, uh, what was a very kind of questionable and wobbly at times Rockets franchise advancing to play against uh, the Lakers. So that is the Western Conference. We are ahead of that in the Eastern Conference. That is your update on what is going on in the NBA. All right. 
Uh, I want to bring in the crew. Uh, any big takeaways from that game last night, Danny G? I'll say this about the Rockets game. I, I never thought we would get on the air and say, man, what a great defensive play by Harden. Yeah. He really bailed himself out because, as he said right after the game, his offensive uh, game was horse shih tzu live on TV. He I don't to, understand how they could bleep everything that happens on the court. And right. then they managed to have no delay at all for James Harden, and he dropped a curse word. Yeah, I wondered the same thing. The Rockets, who everyone, they're like, offense, offense, they don't play much defense. Two great defensive stops at the end of the game to take that game seven. And then the, the game right before that, man, that those final sequences with those fouls called – Nine jump shooters were fouled in that game. That's one thing we've been seeing in the bubble and in these playoffs is that I don't know if it's good defense or bad defense. We could debate that. But every shot pretty much is being contested. And if you put a hand on the jump shooter before or after they shoot or during the shot, just like we saw with Jimmy Butler with uh, Giannis just putting his hand on him. No. And Middleton's shot before that, that wasn't a foul. He wasn't fouled either. So... You had back-to-back controversial fouls there. I don't think either was. That was pretty nuts. I mean, the referees, they were too involved at the end of that game. Yeah, I mean, it feels a lot of times like the WWE. You're a big-time Spurs fan historically, Dub. What did you think of the way both those games ended? Did you watch them? I watched them, yeah. And I thought the referees, like Danny, you said, were way too involved. First of all, the Miami game, I agree with Danny G. I don't think either of those should have been called. And then secondly... In the late game, the call on James Harden as they were inbounding the ball right before they called timeout, that was a foul. It was only one free throw, and Gallinari missed it. But, I mean, that was one of the most ridiculous foul calls I've ever seen. Yeah, to, that, I that, mean, was that was absolutely absurd. Uh, absurd. I just Were you watching it, wondering why in the world on the first possession they didn't throw it to Steven Adams? I, I was thinking that on the first possession, and I was thinking it on the second possession because the Rockets basically came out in the same exact defense, and yeah. I think the tallest guy on the floor was probably half a foot shorter than Steven Adams. So yeah. that was really a head-scratcher for me. That was a pretty horrendous set coming out of basically three timeouts because they had the review as well. So that was kind of a F-minus there grade for Billy Donovan on that last play. When you don't get up a shot, and also it was kind of for Chris Paul and all his trash talk about the way that the game went down – uh, the stretch of game six to have a point guard of his caliber on the court and really not get a good look there. And I know that they had to inbound the ball and everything else, but he uh, he nearly turned the ball over on uh, on that possession before the Lou Dort block as well. He missed a jumper in the lane after a steal. He just uh, he, he wasn't as clutch as maybe he had thought he was coming uh, coming into this game. Uh, with a game seven at the age of 35 credit to him because it felt like they were kind of sending him to Siberia when they traded him to Oklahoma City and the Thunder had a pretty good season and I imagine if you're listening to us right now and you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan uh, it's a stinging loss but I think the idea that you would have had a game seven with a possession to advance into the uh, the final eight of the NBA season would have been a pretty big surprise given the trade of Russell Westbrook and grabbing Chris Paul and what people anticipated about this team coming into the season. So, uh, and, and, and man, meanwhile, the Houston Rockets who have been star crossed, I think it's fair to say in their overall trajectory as a franchise came really close 
to basically having everything explode on them here. Instead, they advance, and now they've got a chance at redemption because if they beat the Lakers, then everybody would be like, oh, wow, Daryl Morey's a genius putting Russell Westbrook and, and James Harden together. I don't think they will, but at least they get that opportunity now in a uh, in another series. Uh, uh, let me bring in Eddie Garcia. Eddie, what did you think? Uh, I'm sure you didn't watch any of the NBA, but give us an update here on what happened in the NHL. Anything worth knowing? Uh, well, yeah, the Colorado Avalanche was in a were in a must win situation. Uh, they beat the Dallas Stars, and they've even that series at three three. So we're finally going to have First a game, game seven. seven. Yes, finally a game seven coming up on Friday. Now there are two games coming up tonight, both game sixes. So if the underdogs win in those games, we could get a couple more game sevens as well. But I actually did tune in at the end of the uh, Rockets and the Thunder game, and then the call I saw on Giannis. You got to understand. Look, I know I'm the hockey guy and all that, but I used to watch the NBA pretty religiously. Uh, at one point, and then I made I t- decided to make the switch because I just thought hockey was a better sport. But you got to understand from watching the, the NBA, you know, in like the early '90s and the '80s and '90s, and then you watch the game now, and you're just like, my God, this is just a completely it's a completely different game from when I was totally invested in the NBA. And and that call on Giannis was a joke. I don't care if they did make a similar call right before that. I mean, I, I'm not even saying that you know because he's a star you can't call a foul on him. I just I mean. To decide the game like that with two free throws with no time left, I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, it, th- that that decision was wild. But the whole final stretch of both games, it felt like the officials effectively took over. Yeah, it was awful. And, 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 and I mean, even the way the players were yelling at them, the way uh, the, the, down the stretch when they called the, the foul on the inbounds play and then they were also calling a timeout and Chris Paul's arguing, hey, you call the foul. And then they go back and they look at everything. And then we get one free throw from Gallinari, who who clanks it off, and that's uh, you know the the previous game with the way it ended against uh, against the Bucks. We'll see whether or not it's going to have a major major impact in the series. Obviously, going down 0-2 is usually a death sentence, but again, we've seen teams fight back from a three one deficit and nearly come back from an 0-2 deficit already. So I, I do think that the lack of home court advantage means that every game kind of stands alone more uniquely than they do in the past where you're like, man, I hope we can get a split. I hope we can steal one on the road. Those kind of things obviously aren't in play in the same uh, to the same degree now. Roberto, what stood out to you? Yeah, I, I just hate I, – I, I used to enjoy the NBA when the referees let the guys play at the end and having the referees determine the end of that first game was terrible. And then it almost happened in that second game when they called that foul on James Harden, but – Gallinari missed the free throw there, so it just sucks to have the re- have the referees determine the games. And then the game sevens, I don't know for me, it just doesn't feel like a game seven without that home court advantage. Yeah, it's just, just it just feels odd, man. Yeah, that, 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 there's certainly an aspect of that that uh, that is missing in a big way, and it it also I think raises the issue of. There's not that fear to me of getting down a couple of games like there might have been in the past. Yeah, We've already matter. seen the Nuggets win three in a row to come back from a 3-1 series deficit against the Jazz. And now we've seen the Rockets almost choke away a 2-0 lead and lose four out of the final five. So that in and of itself is uh, it just feels uh, quite a bit different. So being down or or what to expect after a couple of games is not necessarily the story of the series. All right, when we come back, we'll ask Frank Isola what he thinks about all this. College football coming back. Uh, a lot of reason for optimism as the NFL is coming back next week as well. Although, I do think the NFL is uh, is, is under the radar. And you may hate preseason football, 
and I certainly do. I'm a season ticket holder, and I hate having to pay for it. But I do think it serves as an appetizer to the regular season, as we were saying yesterday with Jeff Schwartz. I feel like for many people, boom, the NFL is just going to be here. It's officially one week away today. One week from now, we'll be talking about a major game in the NFL. The Texans will be going on the road against the Chiefs, and I think it's going to sneak up on a lot of people. Now, maybe it'll help that we'll have college football tonight and on Saturday and on Monday. Maybe that will factor in substantially, but it's uh, it's pretty wild to think about. Uh, I hope all of you are having a fantastic Thursday. Appreciate you all hanging out with us. Thanks for making OutKick a part of your morning when we come back. Frank Isola from Around the Horn, from ESPN, from The Athletic, and from SiriusXM will join us. That will be coming up next. This is OutKick, the coverage. I want to tell you, go sign up right now for the OutKick VIP. I have got thousands of copies of my most recent book coming for me to sign. You get an autographed copy of my book. You get an exclusive ability to call the VIP phone line, plus a lot of other awesome things in the works as well. Right now, we have a VIP message board. You can comment on all of our articles. All of that still to come. Uh, And I'm telling you, you will absolutely love it. We have a $99 yearly package as well as a $12.99 a month package. A lot of great people already signed up. You can join them as well. It'll be the OutKick VIP. I am Clay Travis. This is OutKick. Go sign up today on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free 
free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we're joined now by Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter. You can read him on The Athletic. You can listen to him on Sirius XM. You can watch him on ESPN. Frank, was it me or was it like WWE meets the NBA last night down the stretch of both basketball games? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, replay reviews, especially that Miami-Milwaukee game. I think the game went three hours, which is a little hard to believe. Well, you know, it could have. It had a chance to be exciting. You know, even the foul that they called on Goran Dragic, which allowed Chris Middleton to go to the line. He ends up tying the game by making all three free throws. That doesn't lose the game for Miami. The call on Antetokounmpo, Jimmy Butler's already shot the ball. The ball wasn't going to go in, and that that that's a really tough call in that situation by Mark Davis. He he made both calls, both pretty controversial, but the last one was. That's a rough, rough call in that situation. Yeah, and it remains to be seen what exactly is going to end up happening in that series. But I was just saying as we went to break, I guess the positive is if you're down 0-2 without any crowds present, they're basically potentially seven neutral site games. And so it doesn't feel like maybe there's as much rhythm or momentum as might have existed in a lot of the NBA series that you have covered over your career. Yeah, and I, so for both teams, this would be, for Toronto, they'd be going back to Boston for a game three. Milwaukee would be going back to Miami for a game three. And I also think, too, you know, there have been a couple of games here, if you go back to the Utah-Denver series, where guys have scored a lot of points. I mean, you have to take into account, these are neutral site games. So are guys putting up 50 points on the road? I, I'm not so sure about that. I think I think you have to judge everything on a bit of a curve here just because 
the games are neutral site games. And for younger players, the idea of not having to, you know, play on the road with any pressure on you, it it, it, it definitely changes it. What the coaches that I've spoken to that have been down in the bubble and that have played these games, they all think that it's a level playing field, you know, the neutral, neutral court. So I think that is a major factor. Both Toronto and Milwaukee are – it's not over for them yet. Just like it wasn't over for Denver when they fell behind 3-1, just because now you don't have to travel on the road and try to win a couple of road games to save your season. We're talking to Frank Isola, no doubt at all. Uh, appreciate you, by the way, as always, getting up early with us. Um, when you look kind of in general at all of the chaos that has happened in the world of sports, uh, I'll move out of the NBA here. Does it seem wild to you that we are officially one week from the NFL returning? Because I, I know everybody ridicules the preseason and how ridiculous it is, but the preseason is one long advertisement for the NFL regular season because you're watching guys play, and I'll give you some examples. We have no idea how Joe Burrow might look because there's no talking points about what might happen in the preseason. We don't know who's going to be starting with the Chicago Bears, right? Because we haven't seen Nick Foles and we haven't seen Mitch Trubisky take any snaps at all. And as as let's be honest as little as there may be that you can glean from the NFL preseason it at least gives us some form of talking points all of a sudden in one week we're going to be kicking off the NFL season and I think it's going to hit a lot of people with like a holy crap the NFL is here because a lot of times you'll be like I'm sure you have as well sometime in August you'll look up at the television in a bar or restaurant at least back in the day and there would be an NFL preseason game on you'd be like wow wow I can't believe the NFL is already back we haven't seen that at all for the last month I always say it every year that they, they play the Hall of Fame game yeah I, I always I always think to myself man I can't believe there's already a game on and then I I think I I kind of remember you tweeting about it a couple of times where you know, you play that first preseason game, and you would say there would be there'll there'll now be a football game on every weekend yes. between now and like February second. Whenever that's the, right, when, whenever the Super Bowl is going to happen, and you know you left you left that one other guy, Tom Brady. How much would we have overanalyzed Tom Brady's one series that he would have played with Tampa Bay yes. in their you know their first preseason game? And that is the weird thing. There's no build up to it. And I was thinking about it the other day. It was September first, and we were, you know, basketball games had been played, hockey games, and we were kind of more focused on that than we were on baseball because the baseball season's been completely wacky, and there'd been no football games played yet except for the one college game. It, it's hard to believe that it's going to be here this quickly, but I think people are going to be really enthused because I mean, you know this better than anybody. This country has this insatiable appetite for football, both college. And the NFL, I think people are going to get super energized once that first NFL game is played next Thursday. What does it say, too, by the way, for the Big Ten? We've got FBS football returning tonight, right? I mean, and I understand some people are going to be like, oh, I don't care at all about Southern Miss, South Alabama. Okay, you can you can have your, uh, your, your snob appeal here and say that it doesn't really count. But then we've got games on Saturday, we've got games on Monday, and then we've got games on Thursday – all of that rolling in together, college football, then the NFL, and then you have the ACC and the Big 12 both kicking off on that Saturday, followed by a full slate of Sunday and Monday football. We're about to sit down for a pretty substantial buffet of football excess. 
And I know it, it's it's still crazy to a huge percentage of my listeners that are sitting around like the Big Ten really isn't going to be playing and all these other teams are going to be playing, including Central Arkansas, who played last Saturday, now play again tonight and have passed all their tests, meaning there were zero coronavirus issues in their first game, which makes sense, right? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, the odds of any players getting the coronavirus from a game seem very, very low. Well, I think really what they should have done, the Big Ten, if they had just said, all right, we're going to hit the pause button for a minute here. We want to get everyone in school and see how things work out. So we're going to make a decision on September 15th whether or not we're going to play college football. So if they had done that and then thought about maybe starting on October 1st, you start on October 1st, you can get in, well, I guess you could easily get in eight games, probably close to ten games, and then you're set up to you know, have your team, one of your teams from your conference, playing the national semifinals. It, I understand why they did it from a health standpoint. There's you know, concern, and I guess the, the college presidents are thinking, forget it, let's just shut the whole thing down. But now that they shut it down, and now they see what's going on with, at other schools, where they're able to control it, and let's face it, money is a huge factor here. Now they're thinking, man, if you know we don't play any games, we're going to be losing a ton of money. This could affect other uh, other programs. And now you, they see what's going on in the SEC, the ACC. The parents of a lot of the players in the Big Ten are upset about it. The coaches are upset. The players are upset. I don't think there would have been anything wrong if they had just said, you know, we're going to hold off for a minute. Because think about what Notre Dame did. Notre Dame got their students on campus. They then has now they have everyone taking online uh, classes, and I'm of the belief once you go to this online format, it's actually easier to control it for the players because then you can kind of form a bubble in some ways because they're not going to be attending classes. You can get them in a situation kind of like what you're doing with the NHL and the NBA, create some type of bubble format which will help you control it. This way they'll be able to play games. I don't, the Big Ten, I get why they did it on some level, but there would have been nothing wrong. Instead of just shutting the whole thing down, just saying, you know what, we're going to take, about, uh, we're going to take two to three weeks here, let the kids come back on campus before we decide what exactly we're going to do. I think the Big Ten blew it, and they're trying potentially to reverse that decision now. There's momentum potentially Ohio State practiced in helmets and uh, and pads somewhat on, uh, on yesterday. So there is some momentum to, among Ohio State at least, to try to get a new vote of presidents to see whether they can flip it. But I got to give credit to the SEC, Frank, because this is exactly what they expected. They thought kids would get back on campus. We'll have an early blip of infections as colleges figure out how exactly to address this. And then we'll get back to some form of normalcy. And you can look to Notre Dame as an example of that because Notre Dame got their kids back earlier than most. They had an immediate spike in uh, the number of infections. They kind of addressed it. And now things seem to have gone back relatively to normal. And not only is Notre Dame playing college football in the state of Indiana, which is obviously the footprint of the Big Ten, they're going to have crowds present. And I can't even imagine if you happen to be in Indiana and you're an Indiana fan or you're a Purdue fan and you're looking around like, wait a minute, we canceled our entire Big Ten fall sports calendar 
and Notre Dame's going to have fans present. They're not just playing football. I mean, that's pretty wild discrepancy and difference in how these schools have managed to uh, to acknowledge and work through the coronavirus issues. And, and that's why the, the discussion about maybe playing around Thanksgiving, starting then, because this way that's when everyone's going to get sent home for Thanksgiving break, which now turns into winter break, and yeah. you don't come back until sometime in January – well, I mean, if you're going to start a Thanksgiving, why not try to start a little bit earlier so you can get involved in maybe getting one of your teams into the national title game? Yeah, those, and that's, those that's, games the, are still, that's the question. I think, I think it's what is it still January first, and then I guess maybe ten days later. But those, I think, those schedules are still set for the national. Yeah, I think that, I think they can the adjust those those dates, but right now the date that matters the most, I would say, is the college football playoff committee selection is scheduled to happen on December 20th. So yeah. uh, that is when the four teams are going to be selected by the college football playoff committee. So and I, I think, think they by could then adjust. you could play five games, and that, uh, that's kind of unfair to other teams. If the Big Ten uh, does go ahead with that schedule and you only play five games, and you know, let's face it, it's almost like they're waiting to see how Ohio State does to, to put Ohio State in the national semifinals, but that would be a little unfair if they only played five games. Oh, no, no, no. And they I, somehow I, got grandfathered in. No, I, I don't think there's any way. I mean, I, I think what should happen, if I were sitting there and you made me in charge of the Big Ten, is they should acknowledge that the presidents didn't have the full data. Because, again, the other important part is since they voted in early August, now we're nearly a month after the fact that they canceled their season, things have gotten a lot better. You know, there was a lot of fear about the increasing case numbers, and those case numbers have almost declined by 50%. Uh, since the peak uh, a month or so ago, and they're declining rapidly. Hospitalizations are down roughly 50%, all those things. So as we move into legitimate parts of fall here in a few weeks, I, I think the SEC has been smart, looks good to play on the 26th. And I think when all these NFL games are going again, when you got Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night NFL going, all firing on all cylinders, it's kind of ridiculous in general to, uh, to 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 be in that uh, to be in that perspective, I think. I, I have to think that these players, too, especially the guys in the Big Ten. So, if you look at the SEC, the ACC, these guys are getting ready to play their season and they're gearing up. And you got the guys in the Big Ten who are practicing. They don't know whether or not they're going to play. And just think, I mean, come on, we all went to college, and if you if you didn't go, it's a you know partying and hanging out is part of it. I mean, have you read it in the paper? Like some of these schools where. You know, students are getting suspended left and right because they're hanging out. I'm, I'm trying to think like how I would have been at the University of Maryland during this whole thing. And you, I mean, it's just a natural instinct for people of that age to think like on the weekend. What do you think I'm going to do? Just hang out in my room uh, for all hours of not, the day? Not only it's, that, it's, Frank, it's, un, I mean, it's unfair. It's unfair what the colleges are doing to these kids. I mean, come on, it's like that. That's part of it. I mean, kids are going to. It's going to be tough to just keep everyone locked down for that long. Not only that, they've been locked down since March. I mean, you're talking about, imagine if you're a true freshman. Your entire senior year of high school was shut down, right? You didn't get to go to prom. You didn't get to finish your spring sports season. You didn't get to have probably a traditional senior trip or senior summer where you're hanging out with all your good friends from your teenage years, getting ready to depart for college. Then you go off to college, you get into your dorm room, you may or may not be able to actually go to any classes in present. They're telling you, hey, you should be snitching on each other if you're getting together in parties (laughs) or groups at all. And so this is just a, a really weird dynamic. And 
frankly, I mean, the truth of the matter is, if you look at the data, and I can't believe I keep having to say this, like your average college kid is under more danger from the seasonal flu. So what I would be more concerned about, and you kind of hinted at this a little bit earlier, a lot of these places are finishing their spring semester, fall semester, sorry, uh, before Thanksgiving. I'd be more nervous about coming home from college and being around grandma or grandpa at Thanksgiving dinner you know, which usually happens, obviously, when you may be sick, be totally fine, and then you get somebody else sick. That's what I'd be more nervous about. If you're on a college campus, most of these kids are going to be completely fine, and we never shut down a college campus for the seasonal flu, and the seasonal flu is far more deadly to your average college kid than the coronavirus is. Yeah, and where my daughter is, like, they basically don't want them leaving the campus. They figure we have you on here now. Yeah. Uh, she's she's going where she's taking some classes in person, obviously fewer students in the room, and then some of the classes are online. So it's more of a hybrid type of format for learning. What's amazing, too, with some of these schools, I have a, a bunch of people left, people who are incoming freshmen. So like you mentioned, your senior year of high school, your spring year stinks. And here's the thing, you never get that back. Right. Yeah, so if you were, let's say you were going to play uh, softball or lacrosse, men's or women's track and field in, this, in the spring, you never get that back. At least with college, if you want, you could take a gap year and start your freshman year when you wanted to. And I have a friend who's, whose daughter is going to go to a school in the South, a good school, and she told them she wanted to take a gap year. They were fine with that. And then she was going to take some classes at a community college, and they told them, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. You do that, then you have to apply as a freshman. I think it's interesting. These colleges, if you think you have like a chess move that you could make, they have a counter move to that. The colleges have it all figured out when it comes to uh, making sure they get your money. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is is, is a total mess. Uh, we look, I know we've got two different series. Uh, I'll, I'll swing back to the NBA with you right now. Uh, you've got the Rockets going up against the Lakers, and you have the Nuggets going up against the Clippers. Is there any reason in your mind to believe that anything other than Lakers-Clippers is going to happen in the Western Conference Finals? It's weird. You know, if you go back to last July, which is a long time ago, we all thought there was going to be a very good chance that the Clippers and the Lakers were going to play together, and we all thinking, man, that's going to be a crazy two weeks in L.A. at Staples Center. It's just going to be at the one venue. Well, there's a chance it could happen at one venue, but it's going to be in Orlando. Um, I mean, Denver could put a little bit of a fear into uh, the Clippers. The Clippers have an arrogance about them. You know, for it, other than Doc Rivers and Kawhi Leonard, none of the guys on that team have won anything, and they act like you know they've been like a two-time champion. They're, that is an arrogant, arrogant team for a team that hasn't done anything. And I thought Marcus Morris, I thought it was, I thought he crossed the line a couple of times with Luka Doncic. Houston could be dangerous for the Lakers from this standpoint. The Lakers play big; they start Javale McGee um, and Anthony Davis where the Rockets obviously are going to be small. And the Clippers have always played small against the Lakers, and it gives them trouble. So um, I like what Oklahoma City did. I was kind of rooting for them, but I'd almost rather see Houston play the Lakers because I think they can give them a better series. I do think they'll have a lot of trouble guarding on the perimeter. And I don't know who LeBron's going to guard. And the, you know, remember the one thing about LeBron, he, when he has to play every other day, you think about all the minutes he's played, he's 35 years old, that's not going to be that easy for him. Now, having a couple of days, having a few days leading up to this to rest is, is beneficial. I think the Rockets could give the Lakers some trouble, but to your point, I think we're going to get Clippers-Lakers, which is really the series that everyone wants to see. And unfortunately for the people in L.A., 
they're going to have to watch it on TV like the rest of us, and it's going to be played in Orlando. No doubt. Frank Isola, appreciate the time, my man. Have a good day, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Clyde. Uh, next week, by the way, when we talk to Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter, as I said, will officially be for the start of the NFL season, which is wild to think about. I'm going to come back. College football is returning. I'm excited about that. We will discuss also. Uh, Kirk Cousins made some comments that got everybody fired up. I'll tell you what they were. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? Well, we'll start with the NBA playoffs, where the first round came to a close with a Game 7 between the Rockets and the Thunder. Houston holds on for the 104-102 victory. Robert Covington and Eric Gordon each had 21 points. Russell Westbrook, 20 points as Houston wins the series four games to three to advance into the second round, where they'll next face the L.A. Lakers. Speaking of the second round, it was Game 2 of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Heat over the Bucks, 116-114. Miami's Jimmy Butler had two free throws with no time remaining after a controversial foul on Milwaukee star Giannis Tentacupo. Heat lead the series against the number one seed in the East. Two games to nothing. Miami's also 6-0 and in the playoffs in the bubble. NHL playoffs, second round action. Avalanche over the Stars, 4-1. to Nathan McKinnon, a goal and an assist. And Colorado goalie Michael Hutchinson made 27 saves. That series is tied at 3-3. We'll have a deciding game seven coming up on Friday. And in baseball news, Hall of Famer and three-time Cy Young award-winning pitcher Tom Seavers passed away at the age of 75. He won over 300 games and recorded over 3,000 strikeouts. Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico. Out, kick the coverage to Studios. Good stuff. All right, we got a couple of quotes. We'll break them down for you to uh, to start off the uh, second hour of the program. This got a lot of attention. Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings starting quarterback, was on with Kyle Brandt of Good Morning Football, I believe, on his podcast, uh, the Zoom conversation that they were having, and uh, and Kyle Brandt asked Kirk Cousins about whether or not he was afraid of the coronavirus. Here was one of the quotes that got a lot of play. I want to respect what other people's concerns are, but for me personally, if you're just talking, no one else can get the virus. What is your concern? If you could get it, I I would say I'm I'm going to go about my daily life. If I get it, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to let nature do its course, uh, survival of the fittest kind of an approach and just say, yeah. if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Uh, you know, even if I die, if I die, I die. I kind of have peace about that. So that's, that's really where I fall on it. So my opinion, you know, wearing a mask and, and is really about being respectful to other people. It really has nothing to do with my own personal, personal thoughts. I think that's maybe the smartest and healthiest thing we've heard an athlete say publicly at all. If you look at the data and I'm going to unpack this a little bit more, but first I wanted to give you another quote. Kirk Cousins was also asked on a scale of one to 10, how much fear he had for the virus. Here's what he said. 
on that spectrum, if one is the person who says masks are stupid, you're all a bunch of lemmings, and 10 is I'm not leaving my master bathroom for the next 10 years, where do you land? <laughs> I'm not going to call anybody stupid for the trouble <laughs> it could get me in, but I'm about a point zero 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 one. There is Kirk Cousins, and I think it's actually the healthiest and the most honest thing that we've heard an athlete say so far about the coronavirus. Now, you guys know I've been on this for a while that there is an obsessive fear porn about this virus, which isn't reflective of what the data actually tells us. If you are young and healthy, you have almost a zero chance of dying of the coronavirus. Doesn't mean it can't happen. Doesn't mean that there can't be somebody out there who knew a young and healthy person who got sick and had severe issues, maybe even died. But the data reflects, and I, I, I want to keep hammering this home as we get closer and closer to sports because I do think we're having a positive impact on the way the virus is talked about. If you're 50 or under, you are more likely to die driving to or from your place of work in your car than you are from the coronavirus. If you are a college kid, you are more likely certainly to die driving to or from campus, but you're more likely to be murdered. You're more likely to die of the seasonal flu. You are more likely to die of an alcohol or drug overdose. You are more likely to die of suicide. There are any number of things that are more likely to kill you that are a greater danger to your son or daughter if they are enrolled right now on a college campus. And so I give credit to Kirk Cousins for actually coming out and saying, first of all, what he truly believes, which is rare in America today, period, for athletes, but I think for many people in the general public, it's why this show is doing so well because so many people say so little um, in terms of what they actually believe. But he's also statistically right. Now, I'm sure that there was a lot of criticism, but he also said, look, like I went to go see a movie last night. I went to go see Tenet in an IMAX theater. Third straight week that I've been in a movie theater, and I wore a mask because they make you wear a mask to go into the movie theater. It's not because I feel threatened or feel like it's necessary. I do it because that's the rule, but I went and watched the movie. I'll talk about it when I come back. Really interesting, mind-blowing movie in the first place. But I agree with everything that Kirk Cousins just said there and props to him for saying what he actually believes as opposed to what he thinks he should say. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <laughs> 